welcome to a special edition of Three Kitchens, a home cooking podcast. I'm Erin Walker, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Heather Dyer. Hi. And Sarah Somasenderum. Hi, mamas. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost Mother's Day. It is. It is. Do you guys expect anything special? You know what? I think if I hadn't reminded my family that Mother's Day was coming up, Perhaps not, but I have reminded them and I have told them what I want, <laughs> which is a mahjong set, which I'm excited oh, about. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. And were they like, oh, what? It's Mother's Day? Like, were they surprised? The kids were. Mm. Yeah. The husband, I think, had the surprise in his eyes, but his voice <laughs> <laughs> and words hit the surprise. So I, I'm not calling for it, but that doesn't matter. I'm not calling him out. I just, I just want my mahjong set and I want a day off on, on Sunday. So nice. as long as that works out for me, how about you ladies? Any plans? I mean, it's kind of, kind of silly, but sometimes I like to plant my garden on mother's day There you go. and then I have the whole day to just be outside and I get to be in the garden and I don't have to make anyone lunch. And that makes me the happiest. <laughs> yeah so. yeah no that's not silly at all that sounds kind of dreamy and I like getting my my garden ready and you know mm-hmm. it's just it's like a little bit of peace and calm yeah and usually yeah. they come and help me dig holes and plant seeds and you know in and out but yeah I always love just having some time to be around but not doing the mothering yeah sounds <laughs> yes. amazing sounds yes amazing. isn't yeah. that what we all want yeah just a, a little bit of a break from the the mothering part, right? If they want a snack or if they have an issue, go to the other parent. Yeah. Today is not the day for that. Yeah. Yeah. Erin, you reminded me of it, but when, I don't even remember when it was, I got this card from one of them. (laughs) Oh yes. And it was like, to mom. Um, And it had this nice picture drawn on it. And inside it says, I love my dog so much because she plays with me. (laughs) Was it not like, a card with a handprint on it and like a poem to mothers or something it was a thing he did at school it was specific to mother's day i think yeah in grade one i think or i don't even remember when it was but i was like well um this isn't really a, a note to me this is like a love letter to the dog <laughs> what? maybe it was a, a thanks mom for getting the dog whom no. I love so much. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say that's a generous thought. Uh, I remember you like looked at it at the at the schoolyard and then you turned it over and you were like, this is for the dog. And he like said something cute and was like, he says, Well, I love you and the dog. I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Nice try. I'm like, okay. Thanks. But I, I did find cool. um when I was putting away some dishes, I found a, a very poorly hidden Mm. um lemon pie like lemon meringue pie mix you know the sheriff box which is totally good I don't have anything against the lemon pie mix Mm -mm. but I found it in the cupboard and so I happened to mention to my husband you know you need eggs we happen to be out (laughs) of eggs just and he's like but that was supposed to be hidden why why are you snooping around and whatever and I'm like I just saw it and I'm trying to help you out here (laughs) because You're going to get to making it and realize you have no eggs. There so I'm go. just the same. See what we do. We have to make our Mother's Day work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> 
we work at not having to work for just one day. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. So speaking of work in the kitchens, we've got a special episode. We made something that is a little bit of a break from our normal structure, Mm -hmm. but it goes through some of the fails and funnies that we've had in the kitchen that have given all of us a good laugh. And we hope that you laugh along with us. Yeah, I think they will. (laughs) (laughs) And happy Mother's Day. Oh, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) (laughs) We can't even remember to say it to ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I can start us off. I've got a little story about sugar cookies. So at Christmas, I had this idea because I followed these cookiers which is a, it's a term for a professional cookie baker, decorator person. I had no idea. Cookiers. Yeah. Cookier. Uh-huh. I follow them on Instagram and I look on Pinterest because I love those decorated cookies. You know, over the past few years, I've, I've done an okay job with some of them. Like I can do a reasonable flooded sugar cookie. I think you make some beautiful cookies. I've seen some of the stuff that you've produced in the past with some of the leaves that you make in the fall. The fall leaves. Yes. That's the one that comes to my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So I see these cookies like around just leading up to Christmas when I'm starting to think about baking and I'm like, what am I going to make at Christmas? And I see people stamping on sugar cookies or using a stencil to get like a design or words you know like like a rubber stamp that says happy holidays and I'm like that looks easy like why couldn't I do that that sounds simple yeah you'd think so I start looking at (laughs) tutorials I like I read all these blogs that see how to do it and it looks really easy and um this seems to be a theme with us that we see these people who do these things and we think it looks easy. And then we find out perhaps it's not. (laughs) So (laughs) I bought these rubber stamps from Michael's that say like, happy holidays and ho, 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 or whatever. And then I got some little cookie stencils. Like they're specifically made to fit on like a round cookie. It's a stencil. You use food coloring, maybe watered down a little bit. Are they sticky? Do they stick to the cookie or no. are they just like a... The ones that I got do not, they do not stick. Although I believe you can get ones that do. Okay. And perhaps that might've worked better. But oh. this, even the stamps, <laughs> like you get a rubber stamp and you basically make like a, you pa- either paint right onto the stamp and put it on your cookie or you, or you can oh. make kind of like an ink pad using paper towels, fold it up in like the color, food coloring on it. I'm thinking easy. So... The first problem I had was that these people use um, royal icing. And if you're familiar with royal icing, it's that hard, it dries like hard and stiff, like you put together a gingerbread house. Mm -hmm. That's the only time I use that icing because it is like a rock. Yeah. When it dry, I don't really like to eat it. I'm not a big fan of it on a cookie, but I can see why it's used because it does typically have a smoother surface and it looks really yes. kind of professional and polished. Um, so I'm like, okay, I can do Royal icing. So I get the meringue powder and the whole, Oh, how do you make your Royal icing? Cause you just said meringue powder and I don't use meringue powder. You make it from scratch. Don't you Aaron? I just use egg white. What did I say? But Aaron, you can also just use egg whites, but I use, I followed a recipe that had meringue powder, which is like, I assume is like a powdered egg white. Uh, Do you have a hard time finding it? The only reason I do this by scratch is not because I'm some loony bin. 
I could not find meringue Sorry. powder. <laughs> I ordered it online. I ordered it from Amazon, I think. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. So there you go. I'm pretty sure I was at the grocery store at the 11th hour. My kids wanted to make gingerbread houses mm-hmm. and I couldn't find this flipping meringue powder. So then I was, <laughs> how else can I make royal icing? Because the first recipe I came across, you know, said meringue powder. So then I had to go to the next one. I was like, oh, good. I can make it with just egg whites. I'll go that direction. Yeah. And I yes. left the meringue powder in the dust. And I'm sure they both produce the same icing. I'm sure. So I follow the tutorials. The first time was very lumpy. <laughs> I did not get a nice smooth cookie. I'm like, okay, well that that did not work. And I think I even gave you guys some of those cookies. Yes. Possibly. I yes. put them in the freezer and then I was like, I pulled them out here, you guys take these. So I tried it again and I got a smooth, I got the right consistency and I flooded my cookie and I thought, "Ooh, this looks good. It's flat. It's smooth. There's no like air bubbles." I'm like, "Yes, this is going to work. I'm going to stamp I'm going to stencil. It's going to look just as cool as these cookiers. Um, but no, I don't know why it is so <laughs> hard to get that royal icing flat, like completely flat. I think the cookie itself needs to be absolutely perfect. Then the icing needs to be absolutely perfect because you know what a stamp does if you press it down on something that's got bumps in it. So you get like happy holidays missing like seven letters. I don't know. <laughs> doesn't have the, the effect you want it's just a fail but even the kids like when I was like here just eat these cookies and and they're like why does it look so weird it's missing letters like because <laughs> it's not flat I thought it was flat <laughs> mom doesn't know how to spell they tasted good though they tasted <laughs> yeah. great you know they tasted okay but I don't like the royal icing and the only right. reason to use it would be to get the visual of it like the nice decoration that I wanted and because mm-hmm. that didn't work, I would just go back to using icing sugar and milk the way that I had been taught. My friend Chandra years ago taught me how to make cookies. She makes amazing cookies. Uh-huh, and cool. I just used that to flood cookies. And I would just go back to that because the royal icing was not worth it. And now I have, so now I have stamps. I have special brushes, like little oh, paint geez. brushes that were intended just for cookies. And <laughs> I have stencils. I'm not the only one who has strange tools now in my kitchen. <laughs> I'm quite sure I'm not going to attempt this again. I just really don't care. Oh, you've got to try it one more. Uh, well, ask me when Christmas comes around yeah, again. Christmas. I might change my mind. There you go. Why yeah. couldn't you have just, instead of using the stamp, just sort of painted it on using the stencil? So sort of. So the stencil I found maybe it wasn't maybe it was because it wasn't the one that sticks like adhesive Mm. it bled all around all the edges oh okay okay and it just looked it didn't look sharp you know what you have to invest in heather is you have to invest in one of those food airbrushes that all of the (laughs) professional cake makers have (laughs) i remember we had this conversation because i was like wouldn't that be cool to have one of those like airbrush things what if you just like dipped a toothbrush in, in food coloring and then you know like run your thumb on it and <laughs> spray make it, it. Slick it. <laughs> you know that would probably look really cool but it's not quite what I was going for <laughs> you know there's all kinds of things maybe by Christmas time I'll have a renewed interest enthusiasm put that away till then not yet did you try it at all on your sugar icing that you talked about, like your normal milk and sugar? I did not because I'm quite sure that doesn't get flat enough. Mm. It's not a perfect flood the same way, but I mean, I could 
Yeah. Try it. It's also softer. It's not, it doesn't get that same hard shell that the Royal icing does. So I'm not sure it would hold up to a stamp or a stencil, but I, I could try it. Maybe I have to admit, I like your regular cookies much better than the Royal icing ones because mm-hmm. the Royal icing was thick and hard, but that's yeah. like, that's what Royal icing is. That's what you're getting. So yeah, I agree. It's not awesome. I really was only doing it because it would look cool. <laughs> <laughs> Pinterest and Instagram have lied to us yet again. You know what? Those professional cookieers have figured it out <laughs> and they, that's why they can sell their cookies because they're yeah. really good at it and they know what they're doing. That's when you buy one of those food spray gun things <laughs> when you can sell them. Yeah, exactly. $5 a cookie or whatever it is. Aaron, what have you got for us? So mine is, I was not looking at Instagram. <laughs> this is a way back in time fail. So I was at the grocery store picking out my vegetables and I had noticed that they had lychees, lychees. Somebody (laughs) please correct me right away. I grew up saying lychees, but I think some people say lychees. I thought it was a nut. Sometimes I call it a nut. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. Sarah laughs at us for calling it a nut because it's not. It's a fruit. It's not a nut. When you told me that you had bought lychee nuts from the store, I went, what is a lychee nut? You know, (laughs) it's a lychee (sighs) fruit. So I knew this was going to be a fail from the first moment that I tried to speak about it. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. I thought, hmm, I have no idea what to do with this, but I'll pick some up and try them. The kids always like discovering new fruits and maybe Mm. I can make something with them. And so I picked them up and put them in my cart and kind of thought about them as I was wandering through the grocery aisles. And unfortunately, thought about them while I was reading my 1968 edition of Chatelaine's Adventures in Cooking. Oh, Mm. adventurous. Adventures in Cooking from 1968. Uh, This is a step back in time to a lot of really different and strange recipes. Were they jellied? This is exactly it. (laughs) (laughs) I like some of those jellies. I like some of those jellies. I mean, some of the fruit salad jellies are really good. I think Sarah was afraid of these things when we spoke of them because Heather and I were sharing memories about a carrot and jello salad. Sunshine salad. Yes. Remember, yeah. I made it for a party at your house one it was time. Delicious. It was delicious. It was good. Sarah <laughs> did try it despite being freaked out. I remember my parents making things like that when we went to, over to other people's houses, mm-hmm. but I never exactly. ate them, right? Oh. I just, no. Ah, uh, it was the fancy parent stuff. Yeah, it was the fancy parent <laughs> stuff. <laughs> You got chicken nuggets or something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Something I wouldn't eat now. Yeah. (laughs) So this is my mindset when this fail began. I have these lychees or lychees or lychee nuts or lychee fruit. Fruit. The fruit. (laughs) I have this fruit. I've cracked it open and tasted it. And it's a very strong taste, Mm -hmm. a very sweet taste. And I was like, oh, what to do with this? So as I'm reading about all these things that you can make in jelly, And I mean, it's not just fruit salad. They have this beautiful thing called bouffe en gelée. I'm going to just stop there. There's also a picture. You don't want to hear what's in this recipe and you don't want to picture it. Trust me. Oh, anything en gelée is going to be like, "Mm, I mean, you know, when you leave out the pan that you cook your meat in overnight because you don't do your dishes, Mm -hmm. that weird 
jelly in it. That's what I would call bouffe en jelly. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yes, so because that, that is exactly what it was. It was like a beef, like consomme, yeah. but jellied. Yes. And then they put other like salad in it. Oh, <sighs> consomme with a clove of garlic, bay leaf, carrots, onion rings. Oh, sliced roast beef goes in there too. Yep. Yep. No, mm. Some chopped no. fresh parsley. Nasty shit. <laughs> basically what it is so it's spinning around in my head as i'm also wondering about these lychees and i think oh you know what might be kind of good is if i made like a lychee jello am i saying it right again lychees doesn't matter lychees is good lychees works i have forgotten just don't call it a nut (laughs) just don't (laughs) say nut okay i think i'm gonna make this jello and i think to myself oh i have some gelatin powder and i have i have a can of sprite oh okay and i think like oh i've seen (laughs) pops that are lychee flavored uh it would be like a lychee flavored pop jelly (laughs) jellos should be banned Listen, it doesn't sound terrible when you think of Sprite because yeah. Sprite is sweet and then you're putting a fruit into it. Yeah. It sounds good. It sounds fine. I thought it sounded good. And then I made the gelatin with the Sprite and it all just went downhill from there. <laughs> oh no. I dumped it in. I mixed it all up. I realized that I did not stop and look at the instructions on the gelatin package. I can't tell you right now what I messed up, but I definitely messed up like the first three out of four steps. There were a bunch of steps I didn't follow. So step one, read the instructions. Mm -hmm. I totally screwed up making the gelatin (laughs) powder because I was like, oh, gelatin powder. I'm sure it's just like jello. And I don't read the instructions. Mm. I make it like you make a jello. Wrong. So my gelatin is all like thick and sticking to the outside of my bowl as I'm trying to make the jelly. And I'm like, this isn't right, but I'm already this far in. And I'm like, well, I'm sure it'll be okay. So I dump it. It's all lumpy. Just to give you a sense of gross. I dump my lumpy (laughs) jello mix (laughs) over top of my fruit and put it in the fridge and think, well, this will work. (laughs) oh dear it'll the fridge will fix it oh boy so i take it out at dinner time and uh how's it looking (laughs) (laughs) don't you find though that it that gelatin or even just jello from a mix takes a lot longer to set than you think it's gonna take yeah. yeah. And then I thought, oh, I'll be fancy like these fancy pictures that I've seen in my 1968 Chatelaine. I have this dream in my head that I am going to dump this jello out and make it like a, you know, a jello platter. Yeah. Did you put it in a, did you put it in like one of those bunt pans or something? No, it is only just in a cake tin. Oh, okay. I think, oh, how do I release it? So then I <laughs> fill up a sink with hot water and I'm dipping the pan in to try and melt the jello on the outside so that right. it loosens. Yeah. Like I remember mm-hmm. my mom doing this with jello molds as a kid. Like right, right, right. put yeah. your jello mold into the hot water for- with her buff jelly. <laughs> it was not a buff jelly, but it was something green. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, you know, you put it in, it melts on the outside, you turn it upside down, you take it off, and it's all, voila. This did not work for me. It kind of just fell out in pieces. Ew. <laughs> and the edges came unstuck, but the middle didn't. <laughs> So I just scrape it out onto this plate. You know what? At this point, I would probably not even try it myself. I'd be like, fuck it. I'm not. My my youngest kid is watching me do this. And he has this look on his face like, oh, my God. Like, ah. what the fuck is this? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm making the same look like, oh, my God. What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> 
And so this mass of <laughs> lychee fruit gelatin is just kind of lumped on this plate. Yeah. I look at my youngest son and I say, you want dessert? And he's like, I'll try a small bowl. So, you know, <laughs> he's so kind. He's so nice. So he takes a scoop and he's eating it and he's like, yeah, this is not my favorite. And I was like, no, <laughs> it looks pretty gross too. And he's like, yeah. So did the gelatin, did the Sprite give it any kind of flavor? It wasn't good at all. And I think it was in my messing up of the gelatin recipe. I no. think I watered it down too much. So no. then the gelatin really didn't have any flavor. sorry (laughs) it's just terrible but the best part is my older son comes racing up the stairs oh what no fair he's already eating dessert and I was like yeah come get your big old bowl of disappointment (laughs) I have this shaky spoon of slop next to this bowl and he like stops dead in his tracks and he's like what's that I was like dessert honey come eat up (laughs) So I've now since put away the adventures in cooking in case it might infiltrate any thought I might have into turning something into a jello ever again. (laughs) Well, I can still recommend the sunshine salad because it's very good. But no lychee. No lychee fruits. In jello. No. I love that story. So good. <laughs> uh, and this is one time I'm glad you didn't share with us because we would have had to try to find something nice to say. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. Aaron taught me how to say that. My kids too. It's it's how I deal with criticism best in my house. <laughs> yes. It's gross and yucky, but you know, you don't have to say this looks like gross and yucky. <laughs> Kids in their honesty. Yes. Okay, Sarah, you must have a story to finish us off. I do. So when you brought this up, my memory jogged down a lane from a long, long time ago. Um, So I had to write a few notes down because this was from, you know, pre-kids, pre-marriage. I was engaged to the now husband. Forever ago. We were in great shape. We lived in a nice condo. Now the color under my eyes was like wasn't bluish <laughs> and purplish and like a oh, big puffy mess. Start. We're playing house as a fairly new couple. You remember those times, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Everyone's perfect. Everything's perfect. Things were still the same. He was still not putting his laundry away into the laundry basket. But then I would oh. pick it up lovingly and put it away because you know it was my it was silly new. little the husband, Aww. the husband, and it was cute. So we're playing house, and I'm starting to cook more. This is when my cooking journey really started revving up, right? Not as much as I do now because we still went out and ate a lot, and those those things yeah. that they call remember date nights. Remember those? Remember restaurants? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was starting to. Really realized that I had a passion for cooking so you know we're, we're starting to mature and ah. you'll get the sense from this story because it, this story takes place on Friday night and usually on Friday night the husband and I would be out partying but this Friday night my husband was going to go play a tennis game and I was going to stay home and have dinner made by the time he got home. You domestic diva, you. Look at me, right? <laughs> and look and looking good at the same time. So I wear this cute little black and white checkered retro apron that I bought from Anthropology. I don't know if you've shopped at Anthropology, but they have these amazing outfits, mm-hmm. but with a really high price tag. Yes. I put on my, my pretty little apron. I wish my husband a good game. And I inform him that uh, dinner will be ready by the time he gets home. 
And he goes, oh, sweetie, what are you making? And I'm like, oh, honey, I'm making calzones for dinner. And he's like, ooh, Mm. that sounds delicious. So he leaves. I then take off my apron because I'm not freaking staining that damn expensive thing. (laughs) Yeah. And proceed to fill some dough with like cheese and pepperoni and mushrooms and green peppers and all the stuff we like in a calzone or on a pizza. Of course. And then I go to crimp the dough. And I think these weird, pretty shape things started a long time ago and I didn't realize. (laughs) But I I, I start to crimp the dough in this pretty sort of, you know, that normal calzone half moon shape. But, you know, I want to make it extra pretty. So I use my blunt knives. And I say blunt because I own blunt knives. I didn't know much about cooking then. And I had spent all my money on the apron. So that's all I had. Mm -hmm. And I, I go to shape my calzone and then I also should mention that I managed to polish off half a bottle of Shiraz all by myself that's probably an important point to the story critical step my drink of choice at that time and my blunt knife slips and it cuts a small chunk off my left index finger oh no (laughs) I'm knee deep in the wine I feel no pain but because I am knee deep in the bottle it's quite the bleeder but no issue my calzones are not affected by this situation they're all ready to go into the oven and they go into the oven I go to the washroom and I I I wash off the cut I wrap a Kleenex around it because that's all I can find at that point (laughs) and then I try to one-handedly put on my anthropology apron mm-hmm. because my dinner date is almost home, ah. right? And I have to look good. Keep up appearances. Keep up appearances. <laughs> yeah. So this was quite a while ago, so I don't remember all the details, but I will never forget the look on C's face when he got home. So in the distractions of cleaning the cut and my vanity, oh no, I had forgotten <laughs> that my calzones were sitting in a very, very hot oven for a little too long oh Oh, no okay (laughs) he walks in after his game excited about dinner smoke (laughs) alarms on smoke everywhere my left arm is raised up in the air as blood was dripping down (laughs) to the elbow oh no okay I'm trying to keep this cool calm I have everything under control smile on my face With my pretty apron on. And all I said at this point and all I could say was, oh, honey, you're back already. Great timing. Dinner's ready. (laughs) And you know what? If you look at my index finger, like the outer part of my index fingers, the left one is less rounded than the right one. You have a scar to prove it. So obviously your husband stuck around. So it was okay in the end. He stuck around. And it it was (laughs) funny because, you know, he's always... Still is nice about because mishap happen all year round every year. <laughs> but when, when that one happened, we still ate the calzones. Oh. He just said it had a strong smoky flavor to it. Smoky. <laughs> that's a very nice way. Isn't that it. a nice way? You know, and <laughs> and you know what? He would still eat mishaps that happen in the he would still eat it but maybe he might not sugarcoat it as much anymore Uh, that might be the difference but he knows he knows who's cooking for him he knows yeah well that was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun a lot of laughs guys and more to come I'm sure because there is no end of failing happening in my kitchen (laughs) and in mine (laughs) me too join us again for three kitchens Bye. Bye. 
And now for the fine print. You can find pictures and recipe links on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. Feel free to leave us a comment or a suggestion for future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, if you like and subscribe, that helps more people find us. Mom. 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 Mom.